0: Good morning, everybody, and good evening for my American compadres. On the show today, we have Tony Gretmeier. So, in short, he's incredible. I've known him for a little while now, and every conversation I have with him, I seem to learn something more about both business, about life, and honestly, myself. So, on that note, I'm going to bring Tony onto the show, and we'll uh, get started my friend how are you
1: i'm good babe nice to uh nice to see you. it's your morning my evening so we get the it best is. of both worlds
0: it is man we're calling from the future so i'm digging it <laughs> <laughs> so
1: what does my future look like tomorrow that's what i want to know
0: sunny day the world's still spinning i think we're good
1: all right i like it i can uh, deal with it
0: dude let's get down to it what is your story where'd you get started Tell us a bit more about you.
1: Sure. My name's Tony Grubmeyer. I live in Colorado, originally from a small town called Santa Cruz, California. And uh, early on, I met two of wild and crazy neighbors that ended up becoming my business partners. Um, so I'm in year 15 of a supplement and fulfillment business with two cats that I played, you know, sticks with and hide and go seek and just learned about life together. Um, I've been married 18 years, two uh, teenage boys, one getting ready to go off to college in a few months. Um, you know, I'm just your typical hardworking kid who came into a little bit of trouble and midlife crisis and uh, somebody who's here to tell you that your past doesn't equal your future. And there's a lot to learn and a lot more to, you know, share. But the real evolution of who I am as a human being is somebody who's constantly learning, constantly applying new new things to the DNA, to, the, to this database that I've got right here. Like th- this is just a learning mechanism. As I call it, Like the hard drive is constantly being defragged. Getting rid of the old programming that I'm not necessarily responsible for but that leaked into the hard drive and uh, constantly spending time getting rid of the viruses that you pick up along the way. And you, know, you change your mindset, your frame of work, and uh, you just figure out how you can help human beings. That's
0: awesome, man. How do you help, help human beings?
1: You know, because I have a story and came to the edge of life, wanting to commit suicide. Uh, my my day was, you know, in October of '08, sitting sitting after I had a conversation um, where my wife had said, "Hey, you look," and I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this so it looks good because it does in the end. Mm-hmm. My wife and I were separated. I was out living my own life. I wasn't paying attention to my work, my family, or my wife, or my friends. And I uh, got out of the car, and at the time, my wife said, hey, I need to talk to you. And I said, sure, what would that look like? And she goes, basically, like, I just need to tell you I don't love you anymore. And she shared that because she had tried so hard to to get this head to actually wake up to the the opportunity, which was a beautiful wife, a beautiful family, a business and life, but I didn't have anything to do with it. I was more consumed with me. I was self-centered and selfish. And so what I've learned a lot along the way is that there's a lot more human beings out there who deal with marital issues. They get addiction issues. They they don't know how to live life on life's terms. They um, have something, they lose it. And then they're like, now what? And I literally talk to people heart to heart. I, I literally listen for their blind spots. And then I simply give suggestions and I share Here's some common sense. This isn't, I don't have like some magic formula. I just have a heart that beats for another human being. And when I get that connected and I get to hear somebody's spirit talk, I literally feel like, you know what? I've been there. I know I I hear tons of stories like this every single day in my life. And, you know, I just get real And, and a lot of people can't hang and see, but I figured out something along the way. My, my sobriety, like, you know, how I live my life, it's life or death. This isn't this isn't a playground. This isn't like I go go to the amusement park and I ride on the merry-go-round. What I'm actually on is a roller coaster. It's all day up and down, up and down, up and down. And how do you build some normalcy in your life? And so I just help people to see where they've maybe been inauthentic, uh, where they're being selfish, where their pride's gotten in their way, where their 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 ego's really big, and it just needs to be deflated a little bit and, and they they need to come become humble and get into gratitude. That's how I help people. I help people, um, to really just learn from mistakes, so they don't have to hopefully make them for themselves.
0: I guess coming from the background you come from, and I guess the whole world kind of build around ourselves. It's larger than life, so you experience the highs and extremes, and the lows and extremes.
1: Yeah, I mean, back in the day, you know, you go to Vegas, and I'll just give you a mindset of like what my life is like, really quick. So, gambling to me, for example, would be like five or ten dollars. I'd check my pulse. Eh, it's all right. I'd lose, win, twenty-five bucks. Check my pulse. Oh, getting a little sweaty palms. Fifty bucks. Hundred bucks. Two fifty. Five hundred bucks a hand. There was never enough. It was. I was always after something, and I didn't know what that was. I was after the chase, the victory, the thrill, and it was never enough, no matter what I did. So now that I run a supplement company, you got to realize I listen to a lot of people who are calling in all day, and they're in the ch- chase of their life. They, I got $50,000. I need to start a business. This is what I want to do. You know, I've got this, I'm going to hook this up. I got this bank, I'm going to buy these products and I'm going to launch. And I'm going to make millions. Okay. Why is it any different? <laughs> They're chasing something. They're just literally chasing something. And so I've, you know, 20 years of experience talking to marketers, you, you begin to hear the same, the same conversations. They're just disguised differently. And so for me, it's just truly been to, A, identify that I have a problem. I have an addiction problem. I have addiction. I have, a, like, a bright, shiny disorder. I see something, I go down the rabbit hole. Next thing I know, I get stuck or I get lost. And I just don't want to struggle anymore in that. So I decided, you know, um, on ten fifteen of 08 to stop drinking and actually do something with all of these kind of issues that I struggled with. And, um, you know, I just celebrated eight years of sobriety. And for me, what that really means today, um, my wife and I are together. We were able to repair a marriage. We were able to take a stand and to break the cycle that my kids didn't have to grow up in an alcoholic home. They didn't have to be around somebody who was never there. They didn't know what they were going to get when they got home. Um, You know, I grew up in an alcoholic home. I had an alcoholic father, a grandfather, a great grandfather. It skipped one generation. So, you know, my mom my mom literally gave me the gift. She says, you know, you can break the cycle. And right then she said something like, just break the cycle. What is the freaking cycle? Well, the cycle is, is you don't have to be an a-hole anymore. You can actually stop drinking and learn to have a life. And she painted a picture like Picasso would. I didn't make sense of it at first, but I said, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to grow into like this picture. And she said, your life's going to be amazing. Give it some time, maybe 10 years. Well, I'm in year eight. My life today is just absolutely beautiful. Knock on wood. If you give me your own kids as well, that I'd see
0: that they don't need to have that future as well because you like said, it goes through generation after generation. Whether you notice it or not, it just, that pattern repeats.
1: Yeah, and, and, and you know, with entrepreneurs, you can get started at eight o'clock in the morning and not finish until eight o'clock the next morning because we get stuck on stuff. And before you know it, you know, you, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. And I'm like, what do you gotta do? I love talking to entrepreneurs and business owners. I'm like, what is it that you have to accomplish today? Otherwise your world's gonna come crashing down. Like how did it get here anyways? That's the first part that I'd love to talk about is like how did you get to this point today that you have um, you put so much pressure on yourself, like your head's in a vice and you just keep spinning the thing around. like how come we have to, to do so much? And I think that's just part of what entrepreneurs are, is like, they gotta get this done. I'm like, are you having fun doing what you're doing? Like, are you, are you living life? Like, you know, and so I, I've really begun to take all the lessons that I've learned along this life and I've been able to start working with entrepreneurs and business owners and that's my passion. Like, I love what I do, my work, but I really love human interaction. I love talking to business owners and I love just, hey, let's put the, let's put the work to the side because I, I, I do care about your business, but I personally care more about you as a human being. More money's ever gonna be made in life is gonna be when we actually understand each other, because then I'm gonna understand what you're fighting for. Like, why did you wake up? Why'd you get out of bed this morning? Is it just because you need to make a couple thousand dollars to pay off some debt? Hey man, I was so broke, I was a million plus in debt, nobody would give me any money, that's not why I'm here today. I woke up because I was passionate, excited, You know, at the life's end and someone knocks on my door and walks in and gives me a hug and looks at me and goes, your life has meaning and purpose, but what you're doing right now doesn't. That's why I'm here. Then when my mom told me my life could be amazing if I actually would stop drinking and actually started paying attention, oh my God, aha, number two. Then she said you could break the cycle and help your kids, aha, number three. I didn't even have a hope with my wife. My wife told me she didn't love me. But you know what? I didn't give up on myself at that point. I got that was my pivotal moment. That was the the moment in my life where I said, "All right, I got another opportunity. Let's not screw this one up because no one else would give me anything. Let's go." And that's the rebuild. That's the that's the rebuild.
0: Here's the question: Did your wife know you at that stage? Um, you say she didn't love you, but that was that, that person you were coming up as. Was that no. You?
1: No, so what it was, it was interesting. We, when we were in uh, like therapy, she had said one point in um, a meeting, she says, you know, she says, I want the old Tony back. And, I, and I'm and i almost positive, I, I'm going to spit these words out, you don't want the old Tony back. The old Tony's an a-hole. Like, you just don't want this old guy back. So that's really, today my marriage is better than it's ever been, Even even before we were married. Like, we were just... As my wife would put it, we have grown up together. My wife was 18, 19 when we uh, met. Uh, I was six years older than her. Um, we are in the best parts of our life right now. Like, I, I'm i going to hang up here. and I'm going to get in the car. And I'm going to go home and give her a big hug and just tell her I love her. Because those were words that um, I had a hard time saying. I could never let you in on that world. I couldn't tell you my feelings. I couldn't share what was on my heart. So she, she has... The real Tony today, the Tony who woke up with so much passion for joy and for the world, and to to literally go out and do something great today.
0: So what was that? Were you a macho male before, or how come you couldn't?
1: No, I, I think a lot um, as I shared with you previous. You know, I've spent a lifetime trying to look good to avoid looking bad. So when you ask people, what does that look like? You know, it was all fraud. It was all a lie. Like, you know, I um, I got molested as a kid. I went into radio broadcasting. I ended up hiding in a booth telling stories. Literally became really good at lying. And I suppressed all my feelings. So when you did get to know me, it was like, um, what do you want to call it? Like It was like from afar, I wouldn't really let you in because if I let you in, then I'd be afraid you would hurt me. And... So, you know, I did I did the work, man. I, I did the work and I've got some help and I've been to therapy and been to seminars and I've talked to a lot of people. And, you know, today I have forgiveness on my heart. I have forgiveness for all the things that had happened to me and I have forgiveness for all the things that I've done to people. And so I live today, I think in a, a futuristic way, like you told me my future tomorrow, it's going to be sunny. That's how I woke up today. I don't care about the weather outside. I just know that it's going to be okay. No matter what I go through, I have framework today. The framework tells me how to live a life, do the next right thing, be authentic in everything that I do, share transparently. And I have a lot to grow from. I have so much more to, uh, to do. And uh, yeah, I just, my wife and I, our marriage, like we just got back from a trip uh, to Italy and we were gone for 12 days. It was the first time we've taken a trip in 13 years. So it was really the first time that we'd been away that long from our kids since this new Tony had been here right so so that trip for us it was lounging around laughing playing cards just loving on one another living life smiling and you know just singing and having a good time and not worrying about what anybody thinks and that to me is is the gift that I've been given which is an opportunity today to not to care what people think about me that's on them not on me you know and my family puts up with me and my wife loves me so i'm 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 pretty good today
0: I guess to me it seems like you've almost gone from a fragmented version of yourself that people were seeing like they saw they saw the part of you that you allow them to see but now you're i guess more connected and really showing up as the full the full tony that people see the floor yeah see them. they see i've all the prof- good stuff <laughs>
1: Well, I've always been good on relationships. I've always been good at making friends and keeping friends. Told you I work with my two childhood best friends. I've got another friend from uh, Santa Cruz who moved to Colorado a few years ago. Um, Yeah, I've been blessed with some incredible friends. However, I don't think I really let a lot of people into what I was feeling, thinking. Now I just, what do you want to know, man? Ask me. I'm an open book. Like, I've got nothing to hide. That was part of the work, too, is like, we get really good At hiding because we're afraid of what people think of us Hmm. like who cares this is out on the the world this is into the internet this is how I run my podcast transparency is everything if you become transparent what do you have to hide from nothing so why don't you be that authentic self in everything you do and um, yeah I mean it's pretty amazing when you can show up today look your wife in the eye and literally just tell her thanks for choosing us thanks for loving me accepting me for all my faults it's my mom's birthday I wrote on her wall like I said today like Dear God, thanks for sending my first angel in my life. Love me despite everything that I've caused or all the frustration and pain, everything today. Just thanks for loving me and accepting me for who I am. I'm a human being learning as, you know, I go. You know, I wasn't so, given a blueprint. I don't think you were given a blueprint on how to live life and then, Somehow, along the way, you put a couple things together and you're like, oh, damn, I made some money. Cool. And then that became my obsession. I, I figured out how to make money early on. Hmm. I held a lot of jobs in my teens. And so I figured out that I could just do things to make money. Well, then become rich really, really quick. But I was actually really broke. You know, it was, it was money that was in the bank, but I was so broke living in my soul. Um, you know, I made millions and lost millions, you know, that's what I was able to overcome in sobriety. That's some of my proudest moments is, is realizing that I didn't file for bankruptcy. With almost having a million in debt and not filing for bankruptcy, people would be like, "You're stupid. You should just go file bankruptcy. You should just give it all back." And I'm like, "No, that's a problem. I created it in the first place. That's part of my amends process. That was part of me rebuilding me is I had to be I had to own the shit that I did. I had to own the stuff that I did. And by doing so, I think I'm stronger today because of it.
0: Brilliant. You mentioned earlier that you work a lot with frameworks. I think it's something I've constantly come up with, with many entrepreneurial types. Could you elaborate a bit more on what you mean by frameworks and how that plays out in your own life?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I appreciate the question. I mean, so framework to me is pretty straightforward. Like one of the questions that I said earlier is like, why did you wake up this morning? So I ask people, and my life is like, why did I wake up today? For me, it's easy. It's contribution. Mm-hmm. I have a lot to offer the world. A lot of people wake up, like, I got to go make a whole bunch of money and pay my bills. And, you know, I want to travel the world and see my friends and my family. And that's great. But where do you want to go in the world? Like, actually, so my framework, my my true DNA is like, what do you want out of your life? If you could do anything, be anywhere. I was sharing with you. Two years, AI unit replacing me at my office. I don't want to be here. I want to be traveling with my wife. Where do I want to go? Go live in Italy. I want to go spend time in South Carolina with my family. I want to be able to go visit my boys wherever they go in life and college and go have fun with them. What do I want my business to be? I want it to be in three locations around the world. I want infrastructure. I have it all visioned out. Most people don't know why they got out of bed today. So they go to a job they don't love. They do something that they hate. Someone else told them on on a dream that's going to be their life or their job. And so they're like, they bought into that philosophy. So I say, like, screw all that for a 2nd and us just ask this self your question. What is it you want to do in this one life you've been given? What is it like it's the one thing that you want to do? If money wasn't an object, it was nothing else. You didn't, nothing else mattered but just making that decision. And then ask yourself, are you doing that today? And if not, why? So because I wasn't doing what I loved, which was being authentic and real with people, I was hiding out. I never gave you everything of my life. So now that I have framework of honesty, integrity, transparency, being real with you, sometimes hurting you, it's not my intention. It's just my rawness. So now that I have framework for that, then the second thing is is, all right, cool. So now you have that. What is it that you truly want to do with it? if you're if, if you're one hundred percent dedicated into saying, and you know in twenty years, I want to have a couple houses to transfer around in, in the world, that's awesome. Then I begin to say, What are you willing to give up to get that? Because you can't have it all. You have to give up something to get that. And so when you start with nothing after having it all and losing it all, you get a chance to rebuild. My wife and I lived in three homes until we finally got to move into a small home that we call the little red house. It's not the biggest thing in the world. It's this perfect little thing. And I gave up cars, all the other stuff to make sure that I had a roof over my family's head. So framework for me is simple. It's like, what do you want with your life? What are you willing to give up to get it? And then have you ever got an accountability partner in your life to help you hold you accountable to your word? Because the only thing you have in this world is your word. And most people speak lies to themselves and they begin to believe it. So find an accountability partner who will call you out on your crap, who will literally say, hey, you know what? I don't believe that. And then work through that framework to keep going until it becomes natural. If you take the story out of the story and you get down to the hard cold facts, I'm a human being with contribution, I'm willing to help an individual today who didn't know they needed help, but I'll be there for them. That's pretty simple framework for me to live a good life. And if I have the mindset to do the next right thing, the next right thing, that's it. What's the next right thing? My next right thing is being present with you today. That was the next right thing for me. I can't control my wife, I can't control my kids, I can't control the office, but I have this between you and me. Nothing else matters. My phone doesn't matter. Nothing. I, yeah. Would I love to know what's going on in the world? Yeah, but it doesn't serve us right here in our conversation. So one of the other things in my framework is learn how to become present. Be present in all things that you do. Give everybody your time and attention. If time's the most precious thing we can never get back, then why are you wasting your time not being your word? That's it. Okay. And then what what you look look from in that that regard. It's that everything you want in life is available. Everything. Everything. There's nothing that you can't achieve in this life you've, you've been given. You, I, I see it all the time. I watched a story last night on the internet. I watched a little eight-year-old boy, no legs, playing football. How's he playing football? Because the rest of his body didn't know he didn't have any legs, and he got out there with all his heart, and he just did it. And I'm like, look, man, if you want to do something in this world, you can do it. Your limitations are all in your mind, and especially your mindset.
0: That's you that's very good friends with Stephen...
1: uh, Sean Stevenson? Sean Stevenson. Yeah. Coach and a mentor. You talk about a guy who's had uh, 200 bone fractures confined to a wheelchair, two foot eight. And you will tell you that's 5% of his story. That's 5% of his story. Wants to rid the world of insecurity. You want to talk about bringing change to the world? Take on a mission like insecurity. Go rid that in the world. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't allow, I don't buy into people's BS. I just try to get down to the truth. Tell me what you're about, where you want to go. What do you need help with? Can I help you? If not, then let me find somebody who can. During our conversation, I was like, dude, I'd love to introduce you to Sean. You're like, please do. I'm like, okay, let's make the intro happen. A lot of us forget that we can have this, uh, this amazing gift. And I wasn't able to do this when I got sober. I wasn't able to ask for help. I had to get 12 stepped. I had to, my mom had to ring my ear for 44 minutes until I finally said, okay, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. I do need help. Sometimes we have to, to love people. We got to love up on people. Don't give up on people. We got to love them. We need, people need help today. And I promise you, you're like, ah, oh, nobody needs help. I'm like, we all need help. Thinking about spiritual need
0: help. and stuff, I think the world conspires to help you as long as you put that out into the world. As you, yeah but
1: uh, when you're you a diseased really mindset like I was I'm a disease yeah. mindset I, di- I didn't have anything so now now what do I have today I have an empowered mindset that's what I have today that's it yeah. quick
0: stick step back and move into the business side of things tell me yeah it's gonna <laughs> nitty-gritty
1: I love it. it yeah so business business for me is awesome started in 2001 uh, in Van Nuys California $5,000 started a supplement business had no Frickin' clue what we were doing other than let's go into business and have some fun together. I was in a previous supplement business with one of my partners, and we transitioned away from that on October 20th of 2000. And we, you know, we we said what would we love to do, and, and I wasn't having fun. And he's like, well, what would you like to do? And I'm like, we should we should make liquid supplements or you know pills or but do something where we were having fun, and we wanted to create the hours and the rules and everything. So that's what we did. And we started a business March 1st of 2001, $5,000, barely had enough money to lease, went to Ikea, bought like $1,000 in furniture. We each needed a desk and we needed a conference room for what we didn't know we were going to need. And we didn't even have product, but we had a dream and we started making calls and built a website and started selling product from basically an empty cart. We had no money. And all of a sudden money's coming in. We're like, oh crap, we need to go buy some products. So we went and I think our first supplement was a, um, a liquid product. So before 5-Hour Energy, we were selling liquid shots. And uh, so we were selling three different five flavors. Energy. We that's, had like-
0: yeah, That's a huge company, isn't it?
1: Oh, Five hour Energy was huge, yeah. Energy. We, we were four like years before to... 5 Hours. We were four, hour, four four years before them. Isn't he like trying to build a spaceship or something at the moment, that guy? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's doing some really, really cool stuff. <laughs> if you talk to him, it's not about energy shots. It's kind of like Elon Musk in a lot of ways. It's not about what you think it is. There's a lot more to the story. Anyway, let's get back um,
0: to your story. But that's, yeah, yeah, no. So
1: that, <laughs> the, so that we did that for a while. We started making some money, and it was a lot of fun. And then we, we decided around 2002, 2003 to, to get out from being retail. We had a bad kind of experience uh, with a fulfillment company that was helping us. And so we flipped the script, and we said, why don't we build a company that we would love – to be a part of. And we, what we realized is, is that there was a big need for fulfillment in the industry. People could sell a product, but there wasn't always a company to help get it delivered there or deliver the wow on the end of the, the customer. And so we started really kind of molding ourselves into a wholesale business. And so for probably four or five years, we really were a wholesale distributor, a lot of business in Australia, a lot of business in Turkey, you know, 43 countries around the world, everything looked great. And then What was really missing was kind of some integrity in the industry and in the business place. And so uh, partners and I kind of just kept moving forward. And then we got into this on-demand business model that we have today where um, we supply products to marketers. So there's 60 products. They can put their name on it, send us a CSV file or get connected to our API. We'll receive the batch of orders, ship it to their customer. And we can help deliver a wow for them on their end. So it's packaging, if it's the marketing in, you know, the details inside the package, whatever that looks like. And, um, you know, some 15 years later, we're still here. We're still being innovative, constantly looking at what's next in the industry. Um, And it's like it's always fun. You come to work. It's like a. Uh, Will Ferrell and Elf, you know, like you you do the little uh, jack in the buck and you just don't know what you're going to get each day. You just you just keep going. You just don't stop. You just keep you keep turning every single day and you figure it out. And uh, we've experienced a lot of growth in our business um, over the last three to four years. I think, A, because we got our name out there, but B, people also realized that, you um, there's a lot of garbage out in that industry, man. There's not a lot of companies that with, with a lot of integrity. So sometimes people go for price and they jump ship, they go try some other company and then they say, Hey, can we come back? And I'm like, Yeah, what are you looking for? Well, I was looking to, you know, save money. I'm like, that's fine. Did you think about saving your customer? Because that's what's really gonna, you know, you need to do is really how do you save a customer? You spend all that money and time acquiring a customer. What are you doing to save a customer? What are you doing to sell to that customer again? And those are the systems and programs we have today as strategic partners. We've got a lot of great resources at our fingertips that we we get to give 20 years of experience to a lot of people calling us on the phone today. So instead of some company just selling you stuff, I'm helping you to figure out how to keep your customer and then sell more stuff to them, but also build a brand and a relationship with those customers so they keep coming back.
0: The difference between you and many other companies is that you work with them to build a company that has a plan five, 10, 15 years in the future, whereas most people just have that promotion, like, let's make money now and tell with tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you've you done stuff with gyms. You mean gyms are always constantly, what, trying to put new people in, so they they have seasonality that they're always experiencing. Biggest Supplements are no business. different.
0: Yeah, biggest yeah. difference with businesses that are around for the long run, and biggest difference, yeah. with, I guess. Entrepreneurs who are starting off and people who are more seasoned, they know that the longevity of the business is where the value is. I, know I was speaking to yesterday, looking at purely just the value, you can make a small amount of money each year, but then you can sell it for a lot more if you have longevity and it's a, a valuable business.
1: So true. So true.
0: Um, what is your vision with ship offers? So you said you want to be in three con- three continents. That's... <laughs>
1: So my vision or my partner's vision, because we uh, we have a tripod philosophy. So that's been part, kind of an interesting um, plan. So I'll give you the context for that. So all three agree, or we don't do it. All three of us agree. So two two say yes, one says no. We 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 bail. One says, hey, I really want to do it. Two says no. We we just don't do it. So all three agree. Um, so we literally moved into the largest amount of space after 14 years in business. And we filled it up in basically three and a half, four months. So we, we just signed a deal to acquire the same amount of space and knock a hole in our wall and to build this thing out. Um, where I see our business basically in the next three to five years is probably much like it is today, but really refined even better than it is today. Where we're really, we're truly doing more on demand in niches that are specific. So like survival's great, pet is great, um, health and wellness. So, you know, muscle and fitness general health, that type of stuff, but really having more services that are on demand. So maybe it's boxes. Maybe we can print more stuff in house versus using vendors down the road so we can cut the time so we can print on demand and even ship faster out of here. Look, You got competition everywhere you look. I'm not afraid of competition. What I am afraid about is not making changes in the industry and just sitting still and stagnant. That's what I'm afraid of. The competition thing's good. You study your competition, learn from them, and see what you can apply to your business and your life. Competition's great. And uh, I'm friends with a lot of supplement uh, and fulfillment companies out there. That's another great thing, is don't be afraid of your competition. Call them, ask them questions. Meet them. You go sit down and have a drink. You know, you're going to learn a lot from them. They're going to learn a lot from you. And uh, maybe there's some hybrid uh, things that you can partner on.
0: I think Jeff Murray. was talking about like, When you stop looking at competition as competition, the game changes.
1: Yeah, I've, I've never I, – I, I say it like this and it may or may not work for you. But the idea is that Domino's delivers a pizza to your house and you let all the people in your house take a piece. Well, I'm cool with the crumbs. Because you know what, at the end of the day, if you've ever watched people eat pizza, they throw some stuff back in the box. Well, if I take all of that and mash it all together, my piece is bigger than all of the pieces that were there. I'm happy with it. And I've literally lived in that mindset. I'm like, I have an abundant mindset. It's all gonna be okay. It's just my belief systems, man. And it was like that in 01, and it's still like that in 16 into 17. It's just, you gotta have a strong belief system. You gotta be your number one fan. And uh, so when we go out and we help our customers, I t- I say this and I say this as a, maybe a bad sales technique or a good one it's but it's worked well for me. It's, man, my job is to hear you out and to give you some sound advice, not about filling up my pocketbook. My sound advice is to help you as a human being on planet Earth. If I can do that and you choose to come back to me, I'm going to love to work with you. But I'm going to tell you we're going to make mistakes. We're going to make a lot of mistakes along the way cuz we're dealing with data. We're just dealing with data. You you put the wrong address, you blame me that the customer didn't get their package. You just, something was supposed to go in a box and it went in a bag. Something was supposed to have a sticker on it and it didn't. I deal with humans. I mean, and it just happens. Have you ever ordered from Amazon and got the wrong product? It just happens. But I want to tell you this ahead of time. So when you have that call, I go, oh, you screwed up. I'm like, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm not perfect. We're just going to make some mistakes, but I'm going to promise you this, we'll fix it. That's the integrity part.
0: I think that's what differentiates you in your space that you're able to have those honest conversations and people you may not get those sales initially or may take a little bit long for that relationship to deepen and develop but once they become a customer and once they fully trust you it's customer for life it's not hit and run relationship it's <laughs> tony's my guy he's my boy and i'm gonna stay with him as long as i'm in business i think it's long-term approach. yeah I-
1: and I, and I think it's how all businesses should be run. And, uh, you know, I, I wake up in the morning, my phone's voicemails are full for a specific reason. My, I don't answer my email on my phone. Like I said, it's all presence with you. So when my customers call, I try to give everything I have to that customer. And so, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. For me, it's interactions with humans. It's really learning about their needs and then finding a solution. If you go find my mantra in life, if I can't help you, let me find somebody who can. That's, that's a great way to live life today. That's all there. That's we're connected. It's not really. hard. Like I said, I think
0: I've told another friend of mine, um, I can reach anyone in the world. I just need to put it up to... Put out to my circle. Put out to people like you, and they'll f- I'll find a way to connect with anyone. It's sure. It's possible. Um, who's your?
1: Let me ask you a question. Who, who's the biggest person that you have an idea of wanting to meet? Let's just throw that out there right now that you haven't met yet.
0: I'm a big fan of Elon Musk, man. Big fan so of Musk.
1: All the people listening, we have to try to figure out how to make that happen, right? Because that. I I say, man, once you ask it, it went from fantasy in your head to possibility and there's a gap in between reality and that gap is what you just have to work on to do and who can you meet, who can get you connected.
0: Right now, I'm at the stage where I'm talking to people. I'm still developing my skills and I know it's going to happen when it happens. It's not
1: a sensitive
0: thing. So it's there. Yeah, my
1: friends yesterday at Tesla. They were there in Fremont looking at cars. and they were looking at just a couple cars. So yeah, you're always just a couple people away from whatever it is that you want on yeah. Earth. That's it.
0: Exactly. One well, connection, like, this has been dude. like, no. same for yourself with your podcast and it well, these people you're connecting with and what you're doing with Genius Network. Are you with Genius Network? Yep. Genius Network and what you're doing with Sean, it's just amazing quality of people that you just want to hang out with and then some business might transpire as a result of that but it's just people you want to hang out with in the first place
1: well the thing is like they always say like there's all cliche right you are the five people you hang around with right and so when I'm out at masterminds and I'm like literally looking around there's Robin Sharma and you turn to your left there's Dave Asprey and you're like whoa like you're not around just a couple people you're it's like your network of influence just grows. It's Josh Felber, it's Vinnie Fisher. It's like, before you know it, like Aaron Hine, like the guy who runs this company, FitAid, LifeAid, and you're like, oh my gosh, like you're just getting connected to these human beings. You're like, I never had that before. So you gotta get outside of your comfort zone, stick your hand out and ask how you can be of service. Don't ask what they can do for you first, ask what you can do for them first.
0: That's awesome. So what is it, what is next for you? So you got this business ticking along, you're doing your thing, you're still doing the show, but you were starting to love of interesting things on in your own conversations that you're having, man. Like I feel like there's a more contribution you want to do.
1: Now so the project that I'm working on right now, I'm actually going to their studio on Friday to record uh, some videos. A good buddy of mine's allowing me to into his studio. I'm uh, launching just a, a, a personal course just to help other entrepreneurs and business owners continuously destroy excuses that they're making in their life and not getting the results that they want. So I'm launching Destroying Excuses in February. And uh, I'm finishing up a beta test right now. I'm going to launch another beta test in January. And uh, it's all private right now. I'm learning a lot, getting a lot of feedback from you know six, seven, and eight-figure okay. business owners. It's okay. So. No
0: one knows apart from you, me, and everyone on Facebook. <laughs>
1: But uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm having a lot of fun. I mean, you want to talk about learning a lot about yourself? Put something like this together on a total whim, just to throw it out there, and I had no idea I was gonna launch anything after it. I just literally just wanted to create some massive amounts of accountability. But this is what I do every day in my life, and a lot of people have asked me for some framework. And so I just simply shared, and now I've I got a bunch of entrepreneurs, not paying, but learning. and. greatest testimonials will come from people who give you honest feedback and and if you know what our podcast and our conversation right now is it's real so that's what's the experience is in the group i don't want people to be in a group who are fake i want people to who want to have basically a transformation because then there's the opportunity to basically grow and build anything that you want because now you're not living fake you're living real and it begins like it's funny like i so tomorrow, everybody gets to record their three-week-in video. So I, I get to see everybody from week one. They're like, hey, how you doing? My name's Bob. I'm here to just kind of have a breakthrough in all areas of my life. And then all of a sudden, like week two, they're kind of like this. Now they're like, hey, how you doing? And that's what happens when you actually how people work on the stuff that they don't spend any time doing. And what it really is is just getting to learn this person right here, just to get connected to the inside here. That's awesome. So, so that's my fun, my fun thing. Podcasting will always be um, a love; it's passion. You know, you can't you can't be on the radio <laughs> in real life and not have fun uh, podcasting. i would going to share this
0: with you, man. Good Justin Christian Shin. Love me some Tony G. Ah,
1: uh, good old Justin. I love that cat. Yeah, and, and and there's another guy that you get from podcasting. Didn't know Justin. Talked to Justin mm-hmm. on a periodic basis. You, you and that's what's cool. Like didn't know him. Got hmm. somebody dropped me. a uh, um, an Interview notice, and I said, Sure, I'll take that. Interviewed Justin, and, and now from there, I met Marty McDonald, and you began to meet more people from reaching out. You know, that's again that whole reaching out your hand and just asking. You can either be told yes or no.
0: That's funny. <laughs> that's I was it. actually thinking, I see it as a digital handshake, it's a relationship starter. Though, yeah, yep, like you get to spend Dig, time digital.
1: With- is it can you buy the domain digitalhandshake.com? That'd be the domain to buy right that would
0: there. Don't be, man, let's do it. Let's see if everyone beats us to it.
1: Digital yeah, handshake
0: that's it well really it, it the best way to speak to people is just have conversation, and yeah i I can't say enough about how amazing it is just to talk to brilliant people every day and to be present for this hour every morning
1: yeah, and, and the stuff that you're probably taking away from it, um, you never would have even thought would have been possible before you even started this? Like, why why did you start this show? I'm just curious, I'm I'm asking you a question now.
0: Honestly, I was having great conversations and it kept coming up this, on this point after the call, of like, we should really have recorded that to share with people,
1: so <laughs> eventually. And so how's the process been for you? Like, it's been evolving, right? It's been evolving, yeah, it's
0: been a, it's the same, same thing that we're doing, but just learning how to ask better questions and more fluid so what's a, que- the
1: what's a question you want to ask that you're afraid to ask? That's what I always love to ask a guest. I'm like, hey, if there's one thing that I didn't ask you that you'd love to share, what would that be? Okay, I'm going to flip that right back on you. <laughs> I don't have any. I'm really good today, actually. To be honest with you, um, when you get really present with people and you just get raw, like I, I have a personal belief system and this may turn some people off. Um, but in 30 seconds or less, I need to, I, I need to get to connection. Or I get I get like eh you know whatever because I'm not getting the real you I'm getting just I'm not getting somebody who has the ability now some people say isn't that a little harsh because you could turn away some really good things I'm like no that's why I usually share first I like to break barriers first just go quick get get down and dirty if that's the word you want to use just so that I can tell you it's okay to share and then if I get you to open up man I won because now we can get real and raw with each other because I believe. Nothing lives on the surface. I mean, weeds do, I guess. Like, I mean, some BS lives up here. But the real rawness lives down low. So why don't you get into the gut and, and actually have that kind of back and forth banter and that conversation that really gets you to be, like the gentleman you and I both know, John Dwyer. We, we were having a conversation, and at the very end he shared some authentic stuff from basically reading my bio, coming on the show at the very end. Side note, he's like, hey, can I come on again or can, can we do another show again? Because I want to share this. That's what happens when you get open and honest and you let your guard who cares? I have so much freaking dirty laundry on the internet. <laughs> uh, it, it's like it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters, man, is that you're having real conversations with real people today who genuinely care about you. And if they care about you, be you, share everything you've got. Uh, you know, I got one judge and he's up in the sky. That's about it. Everything else is good today. That's it. That's cool so
0: fit aid okay you just did that little promo thing out there man
1: <laughs> hey I could get you some Perrier too so <laughs> but you know what man it's it's stay hydrated that's my, my thing man stay yeah. hydrated drink good things
0: well that's something I'll um, to you what is the, you know a lot of people obviously in supplement game obviously with your own work what are the biggest body hacks performance hacks that an entrepreneurial type uh, person can do
1: I, I think from like intermittent fasting has been great for me. So I love intermittent fasting, you know, finding a an eight hour window of the day and consume food. Try to consume food that isn't, you know, bread and, and it's deep fried and be healthy. And um, you know, Sean Stevenson gave me a simple little thing of like, hey, do whatever you can do. I've had major knee surgeries. I've had six total. So he would say like, you shouldn't have an excuse for not working out. He's like in your own home. He pulls up his shirt. He goes, man, I've never seen a a fat man with a six pack. So he lifts up his shirt and he's like ripped and he's like, yeah, see, he goes, I just make sure I do something every single day, five, 10, 15 minutes, just push-ups, sit ups, pull ups, anything that you can do, just your body weight. So for me, intermittent fasting works, you know, fitness, getting to the gym a couple days a week if possible. But because I travel a lot, I don't always remember to throw my gear into my bag. So, you know, just running in place, you know, just your own body mass and weight. And then I think the other thing that's really, I'll share this with a group because I think it's, it's important. One of the exercises that I've been giving to uh, the people in the beta test is what I call Z through A. It's really simple, you just grab a piece of paper and a pen, and let's take your yesterday. So what time did you go to bed last night? Uh, 1 a.m. <laughs> All right, 1 a.m. So if you grab, grab a piece of paper and literally write Z through A, and I want you to write everything you did from one o'clock when you put your head on the pillow backwards until that morning that you, you woke up earlier in that day. All right. Work yourself backwards. Keep that piece of paper and do that every single day for an entire week. And I'll find you probably three to five hours in your day that you're spending wasting just doing stuff that isn't moving you ahead, but most, most likely keeping you where you're, you're at right now. And if you can make that little adjustments, and there's more to my workday, but that's an important thing because it becomes clear. You're like, oh my gosh, you know, I was supposed to do this one thing and next thing I know I did that. And then what you do is you take it and you compare it to your workday, to your normal calendar. And you're like, no wonder I'm not getting stuff done. It's simple. It's what I call the best time is reflection time. Looking at what you did actually, not the stuff that you said you wanted to do. It's just another way of going back and looking at your day.
0: That's awesome.
1: So it's a is it's a simple
0: do you do have you done the like, 15 minute block type stuff
1: yeah i mean i so i i it's funny I, I journal i time block all my stuff you know i listened to a gary Vaynerchuk uh, interview one time and he's like you know i used to do a you know hour interviews and i got them down a half hour and then i got down to 15 so everything in my calendar now is 45 for podcasts i used to do an hour what can't be done in 45 minutes? You should know everything. And then my 30s are down to 15s, and I'm going to eventually take my podcast from 45 down to 30, and my, you know, opportunity calls down to 10. Like, come to me with your best stuff. Let's figure out what you need. And I want to move, like, from thing to thing to thing with the m- most amount of ease in my day possible. So I have somebody to help keep me on point and move me from thing to thing to thing. So I'm like, oh, I'm done. Like, my day, by the time I walk in, is completely creative for me. Nothing new shows up on tomorrow's calendar that hasn't been put there today unless there's a major problem and somebody in my company doesn't know how to figure it out. Brilliant. My day's uh, already created.
0: Just finishing last final notes, what has been the most profound piece of advice you'd like to give people on this podcast or most profound piece of advice you've been given yourself in life?
1: Yeah. Uh, I think there's Two. I think there's two pieces of advice. And one is is don't be afraid to ask for help. So it's like one of the most profound things that I've ever witnessed is that asking for help is not a sign of weakness, but a sign of greatness. Begin, be okay with asking for help. Reach out. And then number two is the quote that I live by every single day. It's kind of what I think I try to emanate in this world is is Gandhi's quote, You know, be the change you wish to see in this world. You know, it starts with me. It doesn't start with anybody else. It starts with me. The right mental attitudes. When I get out of the car and someone pisses me off, and I should, all right, cool. Hey, sorry about that. Made a mistake. Move forward. You know, at the gas station, and somebody needs help. Be be the person to go over and help them pump gas. See a shopping cart in a parking lot. Push it back in. Don't have the mindset. Oh well, somebody else will do it. That's somebody else's job. No, it's 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 somebody else's job. But it doesn't mean that you can't be helpful. Be a good neighbor. Knock on your neighbor's doors and say hi every once in a while. Don't be afraid of people. Um, I think it's all of that, and I say like in more, because at the end of the day, man, someone took enough time out of their day to save my life. They literally knocked on my door and, and told me that my life had meaning and purpose. And in that moment, I woke up to the reality is that anything that you want is available to you. You said it like meeting Elon. You know, it's gonna happen. It's just when it's gonna happen. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to uh, get outside of your comfort zone. If you live too much in your comfort zone, you're gonna be stuck. But if you break free, and you do some things that are uncomfortable, like, like going live with a show, you know, hey, it's, I don't know all the answers. I don't know what the heck's going to happen. But you know what? You're creating something. And that's where I think greatness lives. I, I think cre- greatness lives in that uncomfortable state. I mean, that's it. I mean, that's those are the two pieces of advice that I think are the biggest for me is don't be afraid to ask for help. And then for me is like, just be the change you wish to see in this world. If you don't want to talk about politics, don't talk about politics. If you don't talk about religion, don't talk about religion. But just be the change that you wish to see in all areas of life. Be a, a freaking awesome human, fo- human being. That's it. Just be incredible. That's it. It doesn't cost anything. Tony, where can people learn more about you? What was the question?
0: Where can people go to learn more about
1: Tony G.? Ah, uh, okay. Just wanted to make sure I heard it right. Um two two places. So you can go to shipoffers.com, shipoffers.com and my email is just Tony at shipoffers.com. Or if you'd like to learn more about my podcast and the guests that I've gotten the chance to uh interview, uh Josh uh Gear, your your uh your episodes coming up soon, you can go to tonygshow.com, tonygshow.com. And uh any way I can help you from Facebook to an email I'm happy, um, I'm open, and I'm willing to help another person today.
0: All okay, right, guys, connect with Tony. He's awesome. And on that note, I'm going to sign off. Show
1: Thanks again for having me on your show.
0: Not a problem. Who do we have tomorrow, guys? Let me double-check this real quick cause I don't have it in front of me. So tomorrow on the show, we have... Murray Edwards. So, Murray owns and operates a number of e-commerce businesses as well as training upcoming entrepreneurs. So, exciting guy. I'm looking forward to it and I hope you're all ready for an exciting interview. On that note, I'll see you all next time. Cool, man.